So, as all the Brahma Viharas, it's uh, best to be as relaxed as possible with our posture. As you know, we're looking for that softness, that heart quality. So we don't want to be too rigid or too stiff. So make yourself comfortable, and stay awake. Hmm. Mm. I'll talk for a few minutes, but I'd love for you to reflect on uh, what I'm saying instead of uh, treating it like a talk so much. So I'll just do a little setup. But just keep connecting with your body and mm. offer you some reflections. Sometimes uh, when we talk about the Buddhist path, uh, it can seem rather dour, but uh, the Buddha was known as the happy one. Uh, the monks were known as happy and playful uh, in their communities. He would instruct them to, the monastics, to gladden their heart reflect on all the things that would uh, lift our hearts. How many things had to come together for them to be here? So we can do the same. So many sources of appreciation and gratitude in our lives for us to be here like this. Mm. Traditionally, this is known as mudita, or appreciative joy or sympathetic joy. I like appreciative joy. It's this liberating experience of being freed from the comparing mind and actually taking, taking joy in the accomplishments and the success and the joys of others. Take pleasure in it. Delighting in other people's well-being and their successes. Because if you haven't noticed, it's pretty easy to, it's not displeasing the misfortunes of others, you know? You watch reality TV or those videos and you see people falling down and everyone just laughs. It's just, you know, it's rather innocent, but it's also, there's something there when we consider the, sometimes we can relate to joy as is, or happiness or, any of these kind of beautiful things as they're finite and there's only so much to go around. So this really challenges that. Fortunately, 
that's not a commentary on our true nature. It's just a, this competitive reflex. It's just a conditioned habit that can be let go of while we cultivate something a lot more beneficial. Appreciative joy is the third of the Brahma-viharas. It can help us balance out compassion. It has a very stabilizing effect. So it keeps it from degenerating into sentimentality or ignorant optimism. More poetically said, I found this writing on it, Compassion guards equanimity from falling into cold indifference and keeps it from indolent or selfish isolation. Until equanimity has reached perfection, compassion urges it to enter again and again into the battlefields of the world. Sympathetic joy gives to equanimity the mild serenity that softens its stern appearance. It is, it is the divine smile on the face of the enlightened one. Wishing to diminish the happiness of others only diminishes our own. So we look for what's good, beautiful. We incline the mind to that which is delightful. All of these divine abodes are, are places that the heart and mind live in when we're awake. They're a celebration of our aliveness even. And we've been here together, and a lot of us have been sharing our difficulties. And it's beautiful that that all gets held. You know, when someone shares something, a difficulty, you can feel it moving you. You can feel how we share in that and hold it with them. The same is true for this joy. So reflect on the sources of your own joy in your life. What really brings you to life? Maybe it's things you're grateful for, appreciate, bring you joy. And as you try to just reflect on them and allow yourself to taste them just a bit. See if you can open that up 
and share that with the room in a certain way, just with your heart. And see if there's a half a smile of the Buddha on your face as you reflect on these things, these sources of joy. This mudita can break down the inner walls we tend to erect between ourselves and others. So it actually expands the range of what we can call ourselves. So as we share that, see if you can get a sense of that, the whole field. Breathing right into the heart as we've been doing every, every session, but certainly every afternoon. Really bringing the heart in. What gladdens the heart? A genuine reverence comes out of this kind of receptive presence that we've been practicing. It can lift, a, lift, lift, a, lift us up out of this preoccupation with the self and all its insufficiencies. So, about the things that you really honor and enjoy in the world. To delight in the true nature of things. Usually it's simple things. Traditionally, we start where it's the easiest, you know, like who in your world is doing really well, you know, someone joyful. And reflect on their successes, their good fortune. Now offer some phrases, and again, use the ones that make sense for you. Hmm. Some of the ones I like are, hmm, I'm happy that you're happy. Again, uh, imagining their face, their eyes, their smile, them receiving your words. I'm happy that you're happy. Hmm. I'm so happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue.
May your happiness continue. Keep breathing. May your happiness increase. May your happiness increase. And really as we say the phrases, allowing them to reverberate in your heart, really the, the deep wish for them and their happiness, their joy, their good fortune. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue. May your happiness increase. And we can expand this out to other people, teachers and mentors, people that have helped us along the path. The positive people in our lives. We get to share in their happiness. And as they arise in consciousness, try to really look in their eyes. As you 
reflect on their sources of joy, happiness, good fortune. I'm happy that you're happy. Happiness continue. May your happiness increase. If you're having a difficult time finding someone that's not too complicated, you have my permission to use me because I don't think I've ever been happier. be happy. May your happiness increase. May your happiness continue. You may get a sense of the words of Emerson who said, 
We're all involved in an endless circulation of divine charity. We get to sit at that table. An endless circulation of divine charity. Letting yourself be touched by your gratitude, by your appreciation. It's like the heart bowing to what we love. There's a certain sweetness to appreciation. more and more widening, widening our circles. I'm happy that you're happy. including the neutral people in our lives, people that we don't know so well that we maybe pass by in the grocery store, in traffic, on our way to the cafeteria. I'm happy that you're happy.
May your happiness continue. If happiness doesn't feel like the right word again, finding your success, you know, whatever feels right. But reviewing and reflecting on all the blessings in our lives, all the blessings in their lives, The Dalai Lama said, appreciative joy increases his chances of happiness by seven billion to one. So many opportunities to rejoice. Or as Nas said, the world is yours. Sense into how it is in your body right now. How does, it, how does this affect you? If it's difficult, what's that like? If it resonates, what's that like? Even the sense of yourself, kind of connecting that in the middle of the practice. There's two aspects of it. There's the, the mind deliverance of gladness, and then there's the liberation of connection. That we get to be with each other in this and everyone else. 
I'm happy that you're happy. It could have been somebody you were in a group with today or even the Vipassana romance that you've been projecting on, how happy they are. I remember having one of those Vipassana romances when I wasn't married and I thought, she's so cool that she'd probably be cool even if we got divorced, you know? <laughs> amazing. Expanding it to even the challenging people in our lives. You know? Maybe harder to see uh, their happiness on the outside, but I'm sure they have blessings in their life. Maybe they're happy in certain situations, like when they're playing with their kids, or you can imagine. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue. May your happiness increase. As we include the challenging people, sometimes it feels like we're just planting seeds for some other day, and that's really okay. I have the intention to feel this way. As Joanna said, each moment is seeding the next. So we go to the challenging people that we find some workability, where there's some wish. I'm happy that you're happy.
May your happiness continue. May your happiness increase. We extend this to include all beings in all directions. Whatever happiness is out there, I send my well wishes. I'm happy that you're happy. I am happy that you're happy. I usually start in the playgrounds because kids are so joyful. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness increase. May your happiness continue.
And if you connected with any appreciative joy over the last 40 minutes, even for one being, see if you can find an, an authentic half-smile of the Buddha on your face right now. Let's see what it feels like to practice with that. And as we say at the end of these heart practices, quite often, whatever happened or didn't happen, this is not an arena for self-judgment. We show up and we see what arises. And we show up because we care. Even if we're numb or the heart feels closed or broken open, we just show up and tend to it. So be gentle. Again, as Joanna reminded us this morning, watch the transitions. Watch as you shake it off. Okay, cool. What's next? You know, because there's a momentum that accrues. So you don't want to keep opening the oven and checking out the biscuits, you know. You're letting all the heat out, you know. So just, just, just keep it. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'll try to stop taking you out of the meditative experience as well. So, Watch the transitions. Watch as we move from form to form, from cushion to footwear to eating to showering, all of it. See what it feels like for the momentum to continue to accrue, because it will. And these short moments of awareness, repeated many times, become automatic and continuous. It's a habit. Thank you for listening. 
To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.